0: And welcome to the very first episode of Records Near Me, a podcast about my favorite record stores across America. Find out what goes on behind the scenes as I sit down with the owners of these magnificent businesses and get to know their story. This season, we'll visit 10 different cities, each with their own unique music scene. And who knows, maybe I'll even pass through your hometown, or maybe you'll discover somewhere new to rummage around for music. Either way, stay tuned to learn about a side of the music industry that often gets forgotten, told directly from those who run it. I'm kicking off this season with a shop I pop into every time I'm in town. And that's Record Archive in Rochester, New York, located at 33 and 1 3rd Rockwood Street to be exact. And later you'll hear me talk with the co-owner, Elena Alderman. But before we get to her, I want to tell you a little bit about why I love this place. And that's because it has something for everyone, and I mean everyone. Even my dad, who has the most narrow taste in music of anyone I've ever met. I love him, though, because he always drives me to Record Archive after picking me up from the airport. And if he's not waiting for me in the car, he's looking for his top three favorites in the country music section. That would be Aaron Tippin, Johnny Horton, and the good old Porter Wagoner. And if he finds any, it is declared an acceptable country music section. For those of you wondering, Record Archive did pass the test. For someone with such little interest in music, the man's quite a critic. But anyways, this time, he decided to stay in the car. He had a new comic book to entertain himself with, and so I went in all by myself this time. Now, let me set the stage for you. I get excited just pulling into the parking lot of this place. It's this big, bright yellow building with three quarters of a giant record sculpture surrounding the entrance. You'll know immediately when you found it. And it may not seem that big from the outside, but once you're inside, standing at the top of a ramp overlooking a warehouse full of rows upon rows, hundreds of thousands of records, CDs, DVDs, anything you can imagine, you'll realize maybe you should have carved out more time in your day to check this place out. It can be a little overwhelming for first timers, but never fear, Paige is here to help. Step one make your way down the ramp across the warehouse and into the lounge area it should be easy to find just look for a stage a giant dinosaur and most importantly the bar yep that's right there's a bar they only sell beer wine and cider but that's all you need for some casual record browsing and did i mention that you can carry your drink of choice around with you in the store just let the bartender know and they'll pour it in plastic instead of glass and PSA, don't be the idiot that spills their drink on the rare record selection. Hold your cup away from the shelves. Don't be dumb. Now, I said this place could be a little bit overwhelming, and that's just because it's so massive. Where do you even begin? Well, figure out what you're looking for first. DVDs, CDs, tapes, there's a section for all of those. But if you're looking for records, this is where it's difficult to figure out where to start. So, let me tell you. If you're a broke college student, or if you're just on a tight budget, go check out the three and $5 section. Dig around a little bit. It's not too big, it's not too hard to conquer. You won't find a lot of recent music, but you'll definitely find something you know. And even better, there's a $1 section too, yeah. So this place works for any budget. If you're looking for a brand new record, Untouched by the Needle, maybe a reissue, a new release, You know what you want, so just go to that section and go find it. And so let's say you do know what you want, because you've been wanting this album for a while, and you want to buy it at a record store, not Amazon, because you want to support local businesses. You don't want Amazon to take over the world, or worse, record stores. So just go to the archives. That's what I call them, at least. If you haven't found what you're looking for just yet, look to the walls. They're lined with shelves that reach above your head, full of more records. And they're organized alphabetically by artists, just make sure to check there before you leave. You don't want to leave empty-handed. And for those of you who hate making decisions, you know who you are. Also, those of you who love discovering new music, grab a mystery bag. This is probably my favorite thing that they sell in the store. It's a great deal, and I pick one up every time I go in. You're guaranteed to get something cool. It's definitely worth your money. Now, I only highlighted the sections that I like to visit, so make sure to check out every section. Make sure to check out the whole store. There's so many things to discover, no matter how many times I go back, I discover something new every time. So the moral of the story is, if you're coming to Record Archive, you're going to be here for both a good time and a long time, so make sure you keep that in mind. Now I think it's time to get to the part that you guys have all been waiting for, the interview. But first, a quick theme song. Records near me, let's go and see what lies behind a record store's mind. If you're lost, get bound. Take in the sound, it's the place to go when you're feeling low. So, If you don't mind, I'll share what we find, I'll make a podcast, so all this will last. If you're lost, get found, take in the sound, it's the place to go, so let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome back. Today, I'm joined by Elena Alderman, vice president and co-owner of Record Archive right here in Rochester, New York. So, how are you doing this morning? Good, how are you, Paige? I'm good. Good. So, this place opened in 1975,
1: right? Correct. My partner started Record Archive at a flea market. Um, wow. And that's how he got started. Um, he did have a partner at the time, and they had some crates of records, and he set up a flea market, and he said he made like $1,000 one day, and he's like, oh, I think I'm onto something. <laughs> and then he and this partner split up, and he started Record Archive. Um, it was actually in the basement of Village Green Bookstore on Monterey Avenue. And then he bought the building on Mount Hope Avenue, um, 1394 Mount Hope Avenue, and it became incorporated like in 1980. That's how it started. So he's always been very passionate about the secondhand market, buying used.
0: And when did you become co-owner and
1: vice president? I started in 1985. Okay. So I've been here for 36 years. Wow. I became co-owner with my partner, Dick Storms, back in 1994 Mm -hmm. when we started a coalition of independent music stores. Um, And one of the requirements is I had to be an owner of a record store um, to serve on its board of directors, which I have um, for over 25 years.
0: And what were you doing before this? What got you into this business?
1: My sister was the bookkeeper at Record Archive, Mm -hmm. and I was working for Wegmans. Um, I was going to school at MCC. I didn't know what I wanted to do. My sister was starting her own tax and accounting business, so she said, Elena, why don't you take my job at Record Archive? So I never interviewed. I just showed up, (laughs) met Richard, the owner, Richard Storms. Um, I'll never forget. It was so funny. He's like, Okay. Your sister says you can work here. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so when I started, we had one rotary dial telephone and an mm-hmm. old school register. It was this really crazy place on Mahope Avenue across from Strong Hospital and University of Rochester area. And I you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I was taking business classes, but it was it a was really fun, interesting environment. I was working there part-time, mm-hmm. just doing clerical work predominantly. Um, I liked music, but I, I wasn't, you know, a huge collector per se. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of grew from there. So I was working wow. there part-time, was working at Karen Charles Marketplace Mall, going to MCC. And when I finished MCC, I was going to go to FIT. And Richard said, why don't you come on full time? And I said, "Okay, I think I will. So uh, 36 years later, I'm still here. That's
0: awesome. So what does your every day look like? What kind of things do you do on the regular? (laughs)
1: My every day is pretty crazy. I start my day somewhere between 6 and 7 o'clock at home in the morning. I Mm -hmm. usually get up and I'm checking my emails and texts and all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely not a 9 to 5 job when you own your own business. But um, I do a lot of orders. I write a lot of orders. New releases and toys, mm-hmm. all the gifts, everything you see in the store comes across my yeah. desk. So I do a lot of work from home um, after hours. But then I come into the office, and uh, it's usually you know office stuff with banking and just general overseeing the whole staff. I do have a store manager. I've got a great management team. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's everything from buying, marketing, promotion, HR, mm-hmm. payroll. You know, you name it, okay. as well as serving on a board of directors for the music industry and all this kind of stuff. So. Uh, But now we also have the Backroom Lounge, so we're the Mm -hmm. first record store in New York State to have our beer and wine license. So now I have a bar that I actually, (laughs) that's what I'm doing on Mondays, is doing all my inventories, my orders for the bar, restocks. Um, bringing in new stuff, I work on all the events. Mm-hmm. Um, we do live music every Wednesday,
0: okay, as
1: well as private events back there. So yeah. I basically run two businesses now.
0: Yeah, that is <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> it is. It's pretty crazy. So you talked a little bit about the lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, when exactly did you guys open that, and what was the inspiration behind it?
1: Well, the um it basically was an opportunity that presented itself. There was a, a business back there, and um, the landlord had the space that he was. You know, he said, are you interested in it? And so Richard and I talked about, well, people have always come to Record Archive and want to hang out. i like, wouldn't it be cool to give them a place to do that? So the we took it over in 2016. We didn't really know what we were doing. We were kind of merchandising back there. And then really 2017, um, I guess I got to back up for one second, is because of Record Store Day, and we'll speak more about that in a minute, but mm-hmm. we would get our beer and wine license and we'd throw a big party every year for Record Store Day, mm-hmm. and 15 years now in the running. Um, and I said, you know, I think we can do this full time. And we had this debate because he was really worried about, Lena, do you really want to jeopardize a 40-year-old business? you know, with alcohol, because there's a real responsibility, liability, obviously. So no, 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 this is how I want to do it. We're only going to do beer and wine. I don't want, I'm not interested in hard liquor and shots and Long Island iced teas and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And we close at nine o'clock. We're going to keep retail hours. So that. Was really kind of the way I was able to convince him and also Mm -hmm. for myself because I, you can't be all things to all people. Mm -hmm. So I did not want to put myself in a situation where where we're having a bar till two o'clock in the morning, we've got a record store. No, no, no. So it really is, um, it's been a wonderful opportunity and music and beer goes hand in hand. Who doesn't want to listen to favorite records? Mm-hmm. their turntable with having a nice glass of wine or a beer. Yeah. And it's just been the halo effect that the back room has had on the store because now we do all these private events. So people come mm-hmm. to Record Archive that maybe would never come to us before. So they're here for a party and they come through and they see all the other stuff. Wow, the records and CDs and DVDs and look at all the toys and gifts and t-shirts and posters. So it really has been an incredible marriage of two businesses
0: yeah that's a great combo <laughs> yeah it's been
1: a lot and a lot of fun too so it's a it gives my staff a different skill set because now you can learn how to be a bartender if you want to mm-hmm. um and it also is just you know when when things were transitioning you know we've been through a lot of different uh, challenges and as a small business like anybody mm-hmm. um you know with streaming and you know downloading and competing for free and people kind of abandoning their physical goods and going all digital so that gave us an opportunity to give um, people another reason to come to record archive yeah
0: that's great what are the demographics of your customers do you get a lot of tourists or locals or a lot of college students that's yeah, a great or? question it's
1: a it's all of the above mm-hmm. and um um, seven or eight years ago now, we joined this entity called Visit Rochester, which is the local travel and tourism for mm-hmm. all things Rochester and the Finger Lakes. And it's amazing. It's predominantly geared to like restaurants and hotels and mm-hmm. and, and, and the places that make the city and region unique. Mm-hmm. And Record Archive is one of them. Definitely. So they um, they have been an incredible resource. And I can tell that we have a lot of tourists because I saw a lot of Record Archive t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So people are coming and picking up, you know, and I have a mm-hmm. lot of Rochester-oriented, things, um, whether it's stickers or magnets. It really, it's a pretty diverse crowd. We, Everyone's welcome here, so mm-hmm. young and old. Like I said, I try to um, f- make sure there's something for everybody. And I think that was part of the design of why we have so many toys and gifts and novelty items mm-hmm. is that I felt that years ago um it was you had to be like in this secret society or an you know, all boys' club to shop at a record store. You know, men, guys in black t-shirts, <laughs> not very friendly or welcoming. You know, if you didn't know exactly what you want, they didn't want to deal with you, all those all the things that High Fidelity and Empire Records were mm-hmm. describing in those those movies. And I'm like, No, that's not how this is. We are nice and friendly and we treat everyone with respect and so we have just as many women on staff as I do men um young i mean i have 20 20 year olds 21 year olds up to <laughs> 60s that's awesome um, so it's a pretty diverse <laughs> staff so yeah it's it's a little bit of everybody um which is the way to do it and um vinyl is obviously really front and center these days mm-hmm. so it's it's fun to see young girls buying records yeah. It's a really cool demographic, <laughs> and they're buying turntables and they're coming in with their relatives, and it's just a really cool thing.
0: This place definitely has something for everybody. That's the yeah. reason I love it so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. We try. <laughs> we try.
0: You said you guys have live music every Wednesday. That's
1: something that was really important to me to kind of just pick a day mm-hmm. that would be um, really easy to, to handle, wouldn't compete with the weekends. Wednesdays is the perfect day the happy hour starts at five PM, the music starts at six, everything's done by eight or eight thirty and we close mm-hmm. at nine. So it's yeah. it's a really fun place. It's people's first stop. You know, you come here, it's all ages. Um obviously you have to be twenty one to have alcohol. But yeah. you know, you can you know, it's it's really a very welcoming environment and I love it because it it truly resonates with all different ages. Yeah. So you'll have, you know, twenty something's there with sixty and seventy year olds and everybody's having a great time enjoying a really cool live band, and um, it's just a, a really fun experience.
0: I want to know what is your oldest memory of music.
1: Oh, wow, well, that's good. Probably playing Elvis Presley's "45, um, I Just Want to Be Your Teddy Bear" on my <laughs> on my little record player. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> so would you say Elvis is one of your favorites? Then? He is.
1: I I kind of uh, it's funny because I mean if you look around my office, there's there's a lot of iconic. Um, posters and frame prints and stuff. The Beatles and Sinatra and Elvis. Um, I think, yeah, some of the the real true heroes, Rolling Stones and, you know, those iconic artists that are still just as beloved today as they were back in their heyday.
0: So what would you say is the best part of the job then?
1: First and foremost um, is the people I work with Mm -hmm. because I got a great crew and, a lot of people have been with me for many years. I got one guy from 21 years, another guy mm-hmm. for 15 years. Wow. I mean, so we are this crazy, dysfunctional family. So I have a wonderful staff, and they are just super nice and friendly. They are incredibly knowledgeable about music, all different genres and every facet. So that is why I still love my job. I'm mm-hmm. still anxious to come into work every day, and I like the people I work with. But um, I think one of the other things I enjoy doing is when we have live music and Allowing the customer to get really close and intimate with their favorite band. I mean, we Amazing. do a lot of local, regional, and even national acts. But we've had everybody from, you know, Collective Soul play here a few times, and Jewel, and John Denver for the Doors, and uh, I mean, you can kind of look around my office and just see all different things. But that's that's really exciting is when you have that Uber fan have that in- intimate experience and with their mm-hmm. favorite musician. There's nothing like it. Love oh, it.
0: Yeah. So what would you say your guys' connection to the local music scene is? You said sometimes you have local bands perform. Do you ever sell any of their... Oh, sure.
1: I mean, that's very strong. I mean, we've always been a very, very strong proponent for local music, everything local, local music, local Mm -hmm. beer, local, you know, we we try to feature a lot of different local artisans work, um, you know, between t-shirts and posters and whatever. So we're all about promoting local. That's what makes the difference. so as far as local music yeah we've always had a local music section we mm-hmm. have bands i don't usually do consignment anymore i just kind of buy their stuff outright okay. so i'm like i'd rather buy two or three copies or five copies and that way it puts cash in their pocket mm-hmm. and then i have it and i have to deal with all the paperwork and sell it the way i want to sell mm-hmm. it so
0: so what has been your personal best live music experience
1: Ooh. I have, you know, it's interesting, there's a band, an artist by the name of J.D. McPherson mm-hmm. that has um, just got this great retro sound, this incredible voice, I mean it really kind of old school rhythm and blues and swing and just great stuff. And he's he's definitely expanded um, over his last several records. But the drummer used to work for me and he's became a very, very, very good friend of mine. And now they're all in Nashville and he's become wildly successful. He's on a major label, uh, and they have done a couple in stores, but to have a packed house with everybody dancing and just, that was probably one of my favorites, because that was somebody who I was familiar with his music, but then we became friends, so that was exciting to kind of see that whole uh, relationship transition, but he's just very talented. So that was one, just one of many. I've had so many great local artists come through our original store on Mount Hope Avenue. We've had everybody from the Ramones over there, and um, the Replacements, and... REM and I mean you name it there's been so many bands that have come through in their infancy stages and that's what's kind of cool which kind of is a great transition for record store day because record store day is really Mm -hmm. about connecting the dots with all of those you know pearl gems of the world that were little baby bands back in the day (laughs) who loved their favorite record store and this is a giving back and rewarding Mm -hmm. the record store for being a part of their career
0: Yeah. Have you ever been starstruck by somebody coming in? I know you've got. I mean, you've. It looks like you've met so many cool people, but <laughs> is there one that sticks out? <laughs>
1: um, me personally, I think I, I got a little starstruck when I met Sting, and when I met Peter Gabriel.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Um, Tom Jones was a one that stands out to me because. I remember listening to Tom Jones records as a young child because my parents <laughs> and my mother was just absolutely gushing over him. She was in, love, was in love with him. That was the last concert I took her to before she passed away. Oh, wow. And I told him that, and he was so sweet. I've got a picture of us somewhere, but he couldn't have been more gracious. But so that yeah, there's been there's been those moments where I'm like, oh my god, I sound like a blubbering Uber fan. So <laughs> I wish I did a better job documenting all the people that I met because oh, I've yeah. been very I've been very very fortunate to meet some incredible musicians along the way
0: yeah it sounds like it so did you want to talk about a little a little bit about how the pandemic has affected business i know new sure. york state has been a little more strict than some other states
1: mm-hmm. yeah new york we were one of the f- you know, I think it was New York and California were mm-hmm. on the fir- the front lines of this early on. Yeah. I'll never forget that day. It was March sixteenth um, that we had to close mm-hmm. um, because things were getting very serious. And I looked at my staff, and I, I was just shell shocked because it was you know, I mean, nobody's been through this. At least people our age have, has have lived through this, and I just didn't know what to do. And uh, my my partner. He's he's older than I am, and, and he has you know some health concerns. So he's but he was quarantining before we were even told to. Mm-hmm. So I you know we're discussing on the phone. What should we do? Is like we got to shut it down. So we, yeah. I shut it down and I laid everybody off because I was so worried about how are these people going to get paid. I said I need to lay you off so you can go collect unemployment right away because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I was like in tears, and they were more worried about me. Aww. So from that day, from March um, 16th. Through almost June 1st, we were closed, and I was literally at my desk at home writing out gift certificates. We had a Patreon um, uh, established, and that way people could still support us. So we had every level like $5, you could get our newsletter and a little prize, and we would mail out these little packages. People were buying gift certificates. Mm-hmm. So I literally was at my desk writing out $100 gift certificates to customers, and I was in tears Aww. because I was so, so honored and, and over just overwhelmed by the support, the outpouring of support from yeah. our community, that they didn't want Record Archive to go away, that they had confidence that we would be back, <laughs> and they were right. So well, <laughs> thank, kudos to them, and thank thankfully, because we've come back, and we've never been stronger. The business has rebounded tremendously, and my staff all came back without question, which was wonderful. Um, that's
0: amazing it, to hear. It
1: really was, because they got it. I had to ask them to forfeit that additional money, and they said, we we understand we're looking at the big picture. We'll do whatever you need to do because yeah. they knew that I would do whatever I could to help them. So I brought yeah. them all back. We got the PPP funds to get us through, gave everybody raises for coming back. And, and we just kind of marched on forward and haven't looked back. And we all were wearing masks and doing what we we could do, you know, following all the rules and protocols that were necessary. It's yeah. like, we have to do, it's not just about me, it's about you. I don't mm-hmm. want to make you sick and i want us all to move forward so yeah. it's all good we're we're yeah. we're getting there it
0: sounds like you guys really have a nice family community here we do awesome to hear we do thank <laughs> you
1: thank you it's it's been a wild ride it's been an interesting it's been an interesting experience because i don't i think if anyone would have asked me 36 years ago if i would be working here i think i would have left because i had a different <laughs> vision of how my life was going to go but i can't now sitting here i can't imagine it being any any different because it's been yeah. it's been so great i've been I've had the, the the pleasure of meeting a lot of cool rock stars and big mucky mucks in the music industry and <laughs> and yet still having my my wonderful day-to-day work life with really cool people here and talented musicians in their own right and and uh, traveled and just been a lot of really cool... I have friends in all across the country now because of Record Archive, so that's wow. a good thing. It's been fun.
0: <laughs> well, is there anything that you would like to tell my listeners? Like maybe somebody that's coming in for the first time.
1: Carve out a lot of time to record archive because it's very visually stimulating (laughs) and not to be overwhelmed and don't hesitate to ask for help because I've got a wonderful crew. We always put our customers first. Everyone comes here for a different reason. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's talk about music, sometimes it's about to find a latest release or maybe it's an old record for a gift or whatever you know our job is to figure out why they're here and how we can super serve them and sometimes i just want to come and hang out and listen to music and yeah. that's cool too <laughs> that's awesome yeah all right this has been great i really appreciate you reaching out to me and coming to visit record archive and i hope uh, continued success on your podcast and i hope you, you you meet a lot of cool record store owners along the way
0: and that i did thank you for sticking around i hope you enjoyed the first ever episode of records near me New episodes will be coming every other Wednesday so make sure to follow or subscribe on your favorite listening platform so you can be reminded. And if you haven't already, check out the supplementary playlist I made on Spotify containing all the artists or songs mentioned in this episode as well as some of the local music coming out of Rochester, New York that I think is worth checking out. And for For those of you wondering how an amateur like me can randomly decide to make a podcast, I've been using Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. And it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Best of all, though, Anchor is totally free. So if you want to make a podcast like me, just download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.